0: Welcome back into Bearcat Rewind, talking Northwest Missouri State football. Today is wrapping up the regular season. Coming up on Saturday, the Bearcats on the road taking on Emporia State. Today on Bearcat Rewind, we're talking with a trio of seniors from the Northwest football team, Elijah Green, Braden Wright, Zach Howard. Guys, appreciate the time. Thanks for coming and talking with us. Howard, thanks so far. It's been a good week. I mean, senior. we had,
1: what, senior day last week? Tough day, honestly. Uh, but, yeah,
0: excited for... Senior real senior week, I guess this week. So, I assume practice does. I mean, if anything, things get more intense this time, right? Like it's not dropping off.
2: Yeah, it seems like it has that way of just ramping up as the weeks progress. So, um, Coach Rice is definitely on high alert, and he's got us <laughs> on high alert too. So, uh, we're all ready for it. It should be fun.
0: Well, so Braden, you mentioned that senior day was a little bit rough, but you guys have been through senior days before. A little bit different though, whenever you're actually on the side of. It's yeah. for you guys. The family is there for you. Yeah. Uh, the folks in the crowds are, are celebrating your guys' careers. What are the emotions like? How do you get yourself through that and, and ready for a football game?
1: Gosh, it was an emotional day. It really was. I didn't expect it to be that way. Uh, and that's what I, was, I can't remember if I was talking to one of you guys about it, but I was like, gosh, it doesn't feel like I'm about to be in a football <laughs> game here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, the, I mean, all the emotion the tears were streaming down my face the whole day pretty much before the game but uh which i didn't expect
0: but man it was, a, it was an emotional day for sure zach whenever you see other guys go through and and, and have those emotions in previous years it's like ah eh, I'm, I'm not that guy i'm not gonna have to experience it like that and then does it hit you a little bit more than you expect
3: <laughs> uh yeah i'd say so um I think, first of all, yeah, you see those guys and some of them get emotional and some of them, you know, just, just uh, I don't know, handle it very well, I guess, um, going out. And we have to do some speeches. Um, we usually have guest speakers on, like, the right before the game on home games and then the night before on away games. Um, and then usually about this time we start to have the seniors do it. So Braden and I started us off. And uh, I was like, yeah, no chance i cry. It was, like the, it was like Friday night. People were asking me, like, are you excited at senior night? Are you sad? I'm like, no, I'm doing great, actually. Like, I feel great, you know? And I was like, I thought about what to say. Wrote some things down. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wing it. I think it'll be best just to kind of go through the timeline. And I get up there. Um, After Braden just performed a great speech, had, had a nice, nice message to it. And I get up there, and uh, I was just t- talking about my time how to get how I got to Northwest, my time at Northwest, um some of the, the lessons I learned I guess and I was just honestly I was bawling. I was crying. <laughs> I barely got through the speech. <laughs> Look over, Elijah and Braden are crying too. Sam Phillips is uh. tearing up. So anyway, but yeah, I didn't think that was gonna happen just like Braden said, but then all of a sudden uh you do get emotional. You you it clicks that this is your last home game guaranteed and um so yeah.
1: Just, like, for six years now, old Zach, five, I guess, and just seeing everything from the day I met Elijah. I remember we played 2K in my dorm Mm -hmm. in our first fall camp to, like, where we are now, everything we put into being football players here and everything in our lives that's changed because of being here playing football. It's insane to even, like, try to put into words, like, what that's meant to me or, like, that timeline. It's like no senior speech before the game could ever do it justice. Mm -hmm. Everything. Our whole lives have been invested here uh, in one way or another, so you especially.
0: Yeah. yeah. As a townie, too, you know, the, the Maryville guy, whenever you think about that, I think a lot of folks look at it and say, boy, it's, uh, it's a big part of your life, but it's also just kind of going through and it's um, – a portion of your college career. It's an extracurricular. You know, some people go out and, and they do this. Some people are in, in a fraternity. You guys played football. It's a lot deeper than that, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. the investment isn't just, you know, I, I show up every Saturday and I play, but it's it a lot of off-seasons, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and, and uh, literally a lot of different things going into it like that.
2: Yeah, and I think I talk about this with my sisters a lot because they don't necessarily understand it sometimes. They're like, oh, you just, you know, football, like you may have practice and then you have the games, right? And I'm like, well, it's not necessarily how it works out. <laughs> you know, we have meetings all the time, you know, and that's in season and out of season. We're always in the weight room, still in the film room, still on the football field doing extra things as well. Um, it's not like, uh, oh, we just go to practice and then we play the game and. Hey, hopefully it turns out good. You know, it's just a lot more preparation and things like that that go into it behind the scenes than more people probably think.
0: So we look at you three, uh, and you guys – Arrived here in a couple separate years with um, Elijah and Braden in 2017, uh, Zach getting here in 2018. Three different position groups when you arrived, too, between quarterback, defensive line, and Elijah. You were a linebacker when you first arrived on campus, right? Uh, You come from three different areas, from Elkhorn, Nebraska, Bolivar, Missouri, right here in Maryville. Uh, Now you guys are essentially brothers, roommates. Where does all this go back to the origin of this trio of guys?
3: Mm,
2: That's a good question. I would say first, it all started – I'll be the catalyst. This is all started through me. Um, <laughs> no, but how I got to really know Braden was, I remember – it's kind of similar to what Josie was just saying. We were in the dorms. We were in Frankenhall uh, for fall camp, and I didn't – we didn't – of course, like you just get here. You don't really know anybody yet in your class. And I saw Brayden, he was playing 2K in his room, and I was just trash talking. I was like, oh, I'll blow you out by 50, <laughs> you're garbage, something like that. Ended up losing the game by like 30 points. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so that's how I got to know Brayden really well. And then when Zach uh, moved up here, he came up here the summer early uh, to lift with us, and he needed a place to live because obviously the dorms weren't open or anything. So my house, it was me and two other guys at the time. We were like, hey, we have you can just live in our living room if you want. That'd be one hundred percent dope. And Zach moved in, and that's how I
1: got to know him. So, and then beyond that, it's just kind of grown ever since. So, I remember that same summer. That's when I met you. We, Zach and I were in. So he was in a class that summer, and mm-hmm. like he looked different. <laughs> he acted different. I don't. I won't say how you looked, but it was just. It <laughs> yeah, was just pre- it, fresh. Fresh me <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, he was just this outgoing. I was like, oh my gosh, is this guy ever gonna stop? And uh in class together, and I was like, this guy has so much energy, I cannot contain this guy at all. <laughs> he was hilarious, though. I loved it. it. was me and uh Raymond Thomas in the class together in the summer, and then mm-hmm. you and Mike were in that class, and yeah, that was how I got to know Zach, and it was, I, at first I was like, gosh, this guy's got too much going right now, but yeah, it turns out completely one of my best friends for life now and i would have never guessed it when i first met him though for sure
0: (laughs) it's all about funneling that energy in the right direction Mm -hmm. which football perfect for zach you come up and you move in that summer early and you stay in elijah another guy's living room i mean you're an 18 year old probably from a small town rural missouri i mean it's that has to be different of kind of being thrown to the wolves of you're living in a living room.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> uh, I think uh, number one is like Bolivar to Maryville is very similar as far as town size and people and just a lot, a lot of good people in Bolivar um, that mean well. Same here in Maryville. Um, so just getting uh, come up, um, I kind of got paired with Elijah, I'm sure, like through Joe Q and Coach Wright. Just kind of was like, hey, we got this kid who is trying to come up early. So. Um, elijah got stuck with me I was just this, um still still a little chubby now, but I was even chubbier <laughs> than uh no facial hair, terrible haircut um had no idea what I was doing and um, yeah, I walked in uh to to elijah 's house and on fourth street or i guess it 's fifth technically but um walked in or third what is it on there. third, <laughs> third? Other way CT's kicking in there but uh yeah third street and yeah i mean elijah 's is the best from the start. Um, I thought he hated me the first month. Um, I thought he absolutely wanted nothing to do with me. It turns out he's just getting to know me, a quiet dude, when you first meet him sometimes. Sometimes he just will talk your ear off. So um, you never know what you're going to get when you meet Elijah Green the first mm-hmm. time. Um, no, but just, just to, the love that Elijah showed um, back then, um, and then the more I got to know Braden, um, and that friendship and brotherhood got to grow. Um, but it has it does look drastically different from that day one to now um,
0: looking in the mirror or like looking at these two
3: looking at well not them like physically looking <laughs> um but just like our relationships and and um how we interact and just how we love one another um just definitely does look different from from day one
0: so it it 's kind of cool and it 's clear it 's tight knit uh between you guys and and so many more on the football team too, so in August. After Dr. Clarence Green, of course, Elijah's dad, named interim president, had him come in, talk a little Northwest presidency, talk about some Bearcat football since he was on the team back in the day, too, and all this stuff, and, of course, asking about his family and talking about Elijah, you and your sisters, and he just lights up. But then he kind of talks about, oh, about Zach and Brayden, and, like, beaming once again, like just, like, two more sons that he has right there, which I'm sure he has quite a few others that, I mean, he just takes under his wing. What's the relationship like with, with Clarence and a guy that everybody on campus loves, but you guys kind of get to know him in a little different aspect, too, of kind of like another father figure?
1: Yeah, I can remember. I don't know when we first ever went to your house in your old truck. Elijah used to have this small two-door truck. We would pack in. I don't know if this is against the law in Missouri. We'd pack in in the front seat, like four deep like five in his little tiny bed of his oh, truck. Definitely <laughs> illegal. <laughs> and we didn't do that. It was just the three people in the front, and that was it. Statute of limitation. That's all right now. <laughs> um, and uh, we would just go out to to the Green Family Farm, as I like to call it, and mm. guys, Clarence would cook up for us every time we were out there. I remember one time getting to go there for the Super Bowl, watching those two, watching Clarence hold the – pads for you and you box for the first time none of us believed he could actually box and then we saw him and his dad work out together like that and i was like okay that is (laughs) kind of terrifying but just getting to see him do things like that and getting to see uh you know president doctor chief of police clarence green in his element it's it's so fun to see because you know it's i remember the first time i saw him actually was on twitter before i came here uh racing who did he race uh I can't remember it what went viral, it was. It, it went viral. Clarence was so fast. I remember that. And yeah, just getting to know him outside of just stuff like that. It's you know, it is special. We've gotten to go watch Super Bowls
3: at their house too and yeah. It's been awesome to get to know him and his family. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. I obviously got here a year later, so some of those the first early um treks out to the the Green family farm I didn't make, but um I just remember uh going to a super bowl um I, I think we had a d-line dinner and then just progressively like um continuing to go out there for different meals, different occasions. Um uh Clarence is an open book. he tell you whatever he's on his mind, so i think that's just refreshing to like hear his humor and hear him uh just just express himself and uh obviously very well-known guy, very likable guy for a reason. So it's just it's fun to get to know him. Um my first ever poker game was out at the Green Family Farm um in the basement and I won. So it's true. yeah, I uh I rode that streak for about two years and I played again and I lost. So that, uh, <laughs> I'm on a losing streak. Um no, but just, just um Clarence and Shelly, uh just wonderful people. Um, obviously for opening their house to the football team, but they did that for uh, multiple groups of people and, and that just shows who they are, where their heart is, um, and so just thankful for them.
0: Awesome people. it, it love those stories. So I know that we, we've talked about this before, but we go through COVID-19 and the 2020 season wiped out. You can't come in. You can't do lift and practice and all this stuff, and you guys are going out to the Green Family Farm and chopping down trees and, <laughs> and doing crazy stuff. Braden, did you ever get in on any of I that? Was, I was Or was that just a lineman thing?
1: No, that was a lineman thing. I used <laughs> real weights because Joe offered us real weights. So I was like, why not if you – yeah, but if you ever
0: watch Rocky 4, I mean, that's the best Rocky probably right. He's out that's there right. in Russia. I mean, it's, you know, it's similar stuff. So, yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's what we were training for. We we're trying to be the next Rocky. There you go. Coming from the boxer, that makes sense. Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu/slash foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to southwest Iowa and northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at ClarindaHealth.com. Now back to our interview with Braden Wright, Elijah Green, and Zach Howard. Why? Through COVID-19, that's a lost season. You come back 2021, you guys make a deep run of the playoffs. You probably could have wrapped up the education stuff and got out if you wanted or just said, I've, I've done a lot of football over the years and just call it. Why do you come back for 2022?
1: A lot of reasons. I know for Zach. I mean, Zach's a little bit different. Like, he kind of needed to just to continue. <laughs> He's in a different position in his football career than Elijah sure. and I are. So, you know, that's one for him, I know. But I remember there was a time where everyone that we that I was, like, living with and former roommates I'd already called it, where we all were like, all right, we're done. I think you were the first one, Lige, who was like, all right, it's time to be done. Then you got out of it. And then it was Sam was upset, and then Sam was back, and then I was like, gosh, my body hurts, I want to be done. But I know the reason why I end up staying and Like, I talked to them about it, about uh, potentially getting my body healed and not playing football. But I was like, the only reason I came back, really, was because of these guys. Um, it would be a, a lot different story if, uh, you know, if they weren't here with us. Uh, it would be hard, much harder to show up every day and want to give everything I got. Um, so I'm just thankful they're there there's, like, a support system to – you know do this every day with me I know I mean it'd be a lot different if it was you know me by myself and the only one in our class left Uh, so I'm just thankful for them because I don't know if I could have made it without them
0: well I assume that's one of those talk about senior day and the emotions and the tears it kind of circles around to the finality of it all but um, being here with those guys kind of comes back around to that definitely I'm not going to
1: miss my body hurting. I'm going to miss the, the, yeah, <laughs> miss the doing, so. Well, I hate
0: to be that guy, but as you get older, it hurts regardless. So it just happens. Uh, Elijah, for you, Braden kind of mentioned kind of in and out, like, uh, it, and it's hard to go through and, and, and to take that, especially a full, what, was it 600 days without football for one point? Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: And I think for Zach can kind of attest to this, like for us, like up front, the worst thing that hurts is just like is just my hands. And then it's just like everything I'm trying to do throughout the day, I'm like, man, I can just feel the pain that I'm trying to do anything with. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, be able to live a normal life uh, and not have pain in my hands. Um, but it was just, I was similar to Braden. I looked at these guys and I was like, man, I, I want to stay in it for them. And then also uh, just for guys that, you know, we were leading in the faith, I was like, man, I want to be there for them as well. Like, I don't want to be an example of them that just like quits on them or quits on the team or, or walks away early. Like if I start something, I want to finish it and give them that example as well. So. Uh, just for those guys that, that we've all been reading with, praying for, and, and doing things with. Uh, just wanted to be good role models, good stewards of what you know God's entrusted us with.
0: Zach, your face turned pretty red whenever Brayden directed it to you. We don't have to go down that road. We'll, we'll <laughs> say that for another <laughs> yeah. podcast, all right? Sounds, Does that sound good?
3: Sounds like a <laughs> All
0: right. So you're here from high school to Northwest and everything throughout your college careers. A ton of life lessons. You get a ton of growth away from it. So as you head into the summer, it's your final summer as a college student. You can do whatever you want. You decide to go to Gulf Shores, a cool opportunity there, working with a program called Kaleo. I think a lot of college students might be like, I'm going to go and head to Gulf Shores for a few weeks. They're doing completely other things. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, first, and I, whoever wants to jump in, what is Kaleo and, and what do you go down to? What was uh, this whole process like?
2: Yeah, so pretty much Kaleo, it's just uh, – it's an opportunity to grow in your faith, leadership, and character um, away from home, most importantly. So that what they kind of do is they get you a, a full-time job while you're down there, uh, whether that's like 8 to 4, 6 to 3, whatever it is that you'll be working at, a various employment place that kind of you get to pick and choose. So like I know a lot of some of the golf girls did, they worked on a golf course. Some people worked at a new um like indoor what is it like amusement park water park Park, Park. deal that they had just built so there's a lot of like cool jobs that you can do down there um and then like that night is like when you can really they kind of give you more tools to equip and establish you in your faith and then they show you how to be outward in your faith as well um so that's kind of the whole purpose of kaleo how did you guys get hooked up with this program yeah so we got plugged in through Alex rebeck um, he's uh the the leader on staff for uh, student mobilization is who the the organization is that puts on kaleo um, he's the leader for Northwest campus and uh, he was, you can see him all the time he's The dude, he's 33 years old, but if you were to see him, you'd think he's, like, 20. He's freaking jacked (laughs) out of his mind. And he gets up every single morning, does every, like, freshman workout, does all the workouts with us in the off-season in the morning. And it's kind of crazy to see him, like, this dude's 33 years old, and he has no reason to be here. I'm like, I don't want to do this now, not (laughs) (laughs) 10 years from now. So I think it just shows, like, a good example of, like, man, if if he can get through this, so can I. And I think it's just a great way that he builds relationships with us as well.
1: It really is. It, like, shows that he – like, isn't just telling us something. And, you know, it's the typical, like, he's actually being about it. And it's like, he shows us how to live a life characterized by faith in football. He did it in college. He played football at Kansas State. Had a, he would hate that we were saying this. He had a great career <laughs> at Kansas State. Um, started as a freshman, too. I'll just say he was a freshman, three-year captain, freshman All-American. He had a great career. But then he continues. He telling us a story last night of two nights ago his uh, two-year-old son almost three maybe, up all night from like 1 to 5 a.m., crying throughout the whole night. And then he gets up for the 5.30 workout after he'd been up all night with his son for the freshman workout. I'm like, that is just two seasons of life. <laughs> but he's just doing it with them because, you know, if he's going to you know, be a leader in their faith and a leader in their life, he's going to have to do things with them too and take
0: on life with them just like you do with us. Mm-hmm. You talk about going through and seeing a guy kind of live it out, and, and he's not just the talk, but he's actually going through and, and you're seeing him put it into practice you kind of feel like, hey, you're senior captains at Northwest Missouri State. It's kind of a similar thing to where, hey, I'm stepping up and not only am I going to say, hey, freshman, this is what we need to do, but we're putting into practice of we're going to go through, do the workouts, do what I need to do, the classwork, do what you do in you're doing in your faith to make sure that's progressing as well. It's what he's doing. You're also living out for guys younger than you too.
3: 100% true. Yeah, I think uh, a little bit different than, than these guys here. Uh, I came into college – um, knowing who Christ was and having a relationship with him. Um, but I think it was it was uh it's kinda like just taking a bunch of darts and throwing it at a wall without anywhere to aim. So I, I had no idea how to necessarily like steward that, um, to evangelize to, to make disciples. So seeing Rebek and um just how he does it and how he um just pours into people just because he loves them in general and because he's trying to show the the love of Christ um towards them, but also um, just to help them grow in their faith as well. So I think, like, getting to see Rebeck, um Dallas, Uncle Bueller, um, Matt Harkness, um, just, like, live their lives in such a normal way but set-apart way as well and pour into other people has just been great for, um, for me and then also the training just to be able to start to live outward in my faith um, and not to just be blindly, like, sharing the gospel, but also having a plan for that, um, and, and truly trying to steward that, that gift that God has given me, um, and entrusted me with. So, um, just very thankful for, for Rebeck and his, the life he lives, um, uh, just to kind of be that, uh, that blueprint, I guess you would say. Um, yeah. So that's, that's just thankful for Rebeck, um, uh, for, for being, a, for being a man of faith who walks in it day in and day out um who who seemingly never wavers right now. Yeah. Um obviously uh um we all we all sin, but I mean that man that man just loves loves Christ and is chasing after Christ with everything that he has so mm-hmm. um it's pretty awesome pretty awesome to see um aspire to be.
0: So he hooks you up with this? You go to the Gulf Shores, get the Clayle program, how was it? what do he take away from it? I know, talk a lot about leadership and, and how to actually go through and study scripture and so much but what were the big things that you do bring back to Maryville?
1: I mean, so much. I mean, just outside of everything you just said, uh, we're we're getting trained in everything to do with, uh, you know, and it's a nine-week program. I don't know if Laj said that. We got to go for uh, 15 days so or 16, something like that, because mm-hmm. uh, then obviously we have a, a prior obligation to, you know, we signed on the dotted line to say, Coach Wright, we're going to do this for you. So we had to come back here and work out with our teammates too. Um, but in our time there, like some of the biggest things this year for it, for I know Elijah and I talked to us a bunch. Is like we brought our first people then this year to this Kaleo with us rather than the first one we didn't bring anyone. We were the, like, new guys on the block, I guess. There, um, So a lot changed, and I think it was a lot of, uh, for me at least, uh, learning how to lead a guy past the point of him knowing Christ for leading him in how he's going to, like, establish his faith and grow in his faith and learn to be outward in his own faith um, and then, like, be able to study the Bible on his own and set that up for new guys. So that, to me, was one of the biggest things. I don't know if about these guys too. I'm sure relatively the same things, I and mean, then also the experiences that you have while you're there. Like there is some stories of just yeah. recklessness happening constantly, <laughs> just always. We, we almost burned down the entire condo. Is, not yeah. we. I shouldn't say we. It
3: Wasn't we? Be it was a, one person. Yeah, one me. person. <laughs> should not be like. named, but one person in particular. But
1: yeah, I
2: would agree with Braden. It's it was definitely different. Our because this is our second one we went to this summer. It was different. First uh, Kaleo to our second Ooh. Kaleo, but. I would say the biggest thing that you always learn from uh, for me is just it's a kind of misconception that people think like, OK, you know, once I give my life to Christ, like I'm good. Like I can just live however I want, do whatever I want, and then I'm good. But it's like, OK, how can I grow this person past that point so they can continue to grow in their relationship? They can continue to, you know, grow other people's relationships as well with Christ. Um, and that was amazing. You know, it kind of challenges me in every aspect because I'm like. The first clay was like, okay, this is what Rebek was doing for me, and then now at the second clay was like, okay, now I got to do the same thing for somebody else. So it kind of flips very quick where I'm like, okay, I got to remember what happened for me so I can do that same thing for somebody else. But that's why, like Zach was saying, it's a great uh, uh, thing that we have Rebek so I can see how he moves every single day so I can do that for other people as well.
3: I think too is like mentioning obviously we, we grow in reading and then sharing and then how to study the word, um, but we have these. Like, we have Rebeck to to be able to, like, look to and ask questions to. There's just so many other people, um, phenomenal people. Joel Johnson, uh, Heath, um, there's just Caleb Holland. I mean, there's countless. I'm not even going to start naming. There's probably 10 to 12 more just phenomenal dudes that you can, like, I freaking love the one-on-ones in the mornings or at night. You get these, just to interact with these people who have been living um, and walking with Christ for. for so long, or at least longer than you, or or being sh- sharing with people longer than you, and it's like they're just so wise and so humble. It's like how can you be so humble right now? It's like this dude's awesome. <laughs> and <Yeah>. So, um, <laughs> but just to get to see that, that's awesome, and and to be with the guys and and to start to to just like grow in that aspect is awesome. But yeah, I just just um, also just uh, you were talking about. Um, It is a nine-week program. We got to go for 16 days. We did. We have voluntary workouts in the summer. And it's kind of like, you know, we're, as a team, um, as players, we're expected to be there for one another. Um, And I think it was just cool to see not only our teammates, but also our coaching staff who just, like, obviously, like, not mandatory workouts in the summer, but to give their blessing to be like, hey, yeah, like, feel free to go down, like, grow in your faith. Like, Coach Wright um, wasn't just, like, yeah sure whatever I guess he was like no mm-hmm. go down like you know do this like grow and like learn and, and so and I think obviously we built some trust there for him um, in how in our work ethic and stuff like that but mm-hmm. it, it is a blessing to have that from a coach and to have that from Joe Q downstairs um, just to be like yeah, yeah here it is you know so um, I was, how many people yeah. did we did we have what 16 football players yeah like it wasn't just us three I think we had 16
1: mm-hmm. roughly that's that's best guess Um yeah two rooms full so Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and kind of like you were saying it was nice like the coaches were so supportive and they even like you know supported us financially through that for Mm -hmm. some of us as well which was like huge to see like they weren't like oh yeah you can go they're like okay yeah go and i'll kind of help you out you know Mm -hmm. so financially you know, gas money to get down their groceries things like that i was like you know that shows like their their true character like okay they actually care about you so that was awesome to see
0: Mm -hmm. that's cool we talked so much about what happens on the football field in the locker room what in maryville but to see that. And, and a college experience, you probably didn't come to Maryville expecting to have something like that come up to. Not at so. all. No. That's awesome. All right, guys, couple more minutes, a couple quick questions. I'll let you go. Easy stuff now. So you guys all live together, right? hmm With Sam Phillips? Oh, Jesus. yeah. All right. So you get home after practice. Are you guys sitting there? Are you rehashing football? <sighs> Like, you know, you talk about, like, we talk a, married, a married couple goes home and it's like, we cannot talk work. It has to be something different. Are you guys going home and be like, now about that one play? Or we watched, yeah. hey, in the third quarter of this happened. Are you, are you talking? Oh, or is yeah. it like oh, we're yeah. going oh, a different oh, yeah. direction? No,
1: no. The kitchen table's maybe, what, five yards inside the front door? Yeah. There's just four <laughs> seats around it and- there we go. Nala's got Sam's dog. She's a giant. She can put her head right on the top of the
0: table. Um, <laughs> she sits there and listens with us too. So. The fact that you said 5 yards and set the door. I mean, Just yeah. going straight into football. Yeah, not exactly. We're not 10 or 15 <laughs> feet. It's <laughs> <this> 5 yards. <laughs> that's right. It's been that's great. Right.
3: No, we have we have some talking shop moments, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's some you know, there are days we just walk in and we're like, ah, not today. But uh but yeah, man. I I love some some good old talking shop. You 10 we usually tend not to sit around the whole time. Um, we get up, pace a little bit. We just we're moving around. We're like, and then this happened. How do I do this? I don't know what to do here. Or it's just we're talking about uh, who knows what. And so it's, but yeah, th- these are moments that <laughs> they just yeah. I'm going to remember these. So those are those are fun. Oh,
0: yeah. What what's on the TV? Turn on a Real Housewives or what do we got? Yeah, keep me up with the Kardashians. No I'm kidding. You <laughs> can <laughs> say, "What do you watch? What's your show?"
3: Uh, me and Sam like to watch a new girl. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not that far off. Well, you know, it's okay. So, so um, or like uh, on uh, Monday Night Football, Sam and I usually do watch the second half together after he meets with his guys. Um, we usually watch. I and mean, what else?
2: I
0: don't know. Office sometimes. I we really watch, haven't uh, watched a whole lot lately. YouTube. Lately. I like watching yeah. YouTube. Good, good golf awesome YouTube. on YouTube. Golf. Mm-hmm. I like that. Who's the best cook, or who's most likely to be not burning the house down?
3: We're all pretty not reliable as far as not burning the house down. Yeah. Um. I don't Sam know. makes good Maybe French Sam. toast in the mornings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't cook anymore. I gave up for now. I I would say Sam's probably the most reliable. He's better. always cooking, yeah. so it's
2: like I would trust him. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: All right. And uh, who's most likely to be not taking the trash out, letting it overflow? Might.
2: Probably me, honestly. Uh, Yeah. I do that same way. Brayden just saw the the brunt of this the other day, but my laundry. I'm terrible about doing my laundry. (laughs) And it was like probably for like four or five days straight of just continuous washer to dryer to dryer to fold to to washer. It was bad. Like I had probably my whole – I don't think I had a single sock, shirt, sweatshirt left that I could have worn. It was was bad. But
0: your parents live just a few miles outside of town, right?
2: Yeah. I should just go over there and be like, hey, mom, you want know to do this? She would be all for it. She'd be like, oh, my gosh, yes. So, <laughs> yeah. But, no, I, I try not to do that as much as possible.
0: <laughs> Guys, I appreciate you letting me bug you here this uh, this morning, and uh, good luck with everything the rest of the football season, your careers, and uh, everything beyond. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, appreciate it. That's Elijah Green, Brain Wright, Zach Howard from the Northwest Missouri State football team joining us here on Bearcat Rewind as they are coming up on their final regular season games of their career on the road at Emporia State on Saturday. That's going to wrap things up for us here on Bearcat Rewind. Thanks again to our sponsors, Clorinda Regional Health Center and the Northwest Foundation. And thank you for listening. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.